If anything in life teaches us how to let go and flow more instead of clinging or controlling, it's the weather. I live in Michigan and one minute we're wearing sweatshirts and having fires and then the next minute we are off to the beach trying to get a tan. I swear this happens in a matter of days. So if you are anything like me and you live somewhere where the weather is out of control or unpredictable, then you can understand that in this way, nature teaches us so much of allowing what our circumstances are to be, allowing whatever season of life we might be in to have its way for however long it lasts. There's always a period of time here where we live where it's cold and it continues to be cold and we call it spring but yet it's still freezing and there's always comes a time where people say you know I'm sick of this like okay now this is enough right we're late into May why are we still having this weather there is no rhyme or reason for this right now like we should be on vacation already damn it I hear this all the time from people, but it is such a brilliant and wise teacher, weather, nature. It really is. And don't get me wrong. I'm not always this optimistically thinking about it. I absolutely am one of those people sometimes that's like, okay, really, let's just have some consistent sun now, please. But I was reminded of this fact when I sat down to record this episode today that No matter how much we want the weather to be something different or our reluctancy of what the reality is or however long we feel that we have endured the cold that we somehow feel entitled to warm weather after, no matter what that is, the weather is still going to be what it is. The situations in our life are still going to be as they are. The circumstances or seasons of life that you might be walking through right now is still there because in some weird, crazy way that we often don't understand, it's serving a purpose. And without the risk of sounding cliche or dismissive, I just wanted to begin this episode today by reminding us of that because I was reminded myself tonight that all we really have to do is remember to have the awareness to look outside, to see what is happening in nature, to notice the influx, to notice our reaction to it, and how no matter how much we demand or stomp our feet or wish or hope or plead that it's different, it's still going to do what it wants to do and what it is doing and how we can change our peace or our inner worlds is by our perspective about it, by our relationship to it. And I know I touched on this a little bit in previous episodes, but it totally deserves a reminder right now because the topic that we are going to explore together today, that we are going to talk about today, that we are going to dive into and become curious about is this idea of trusting and surrender. Now, the truth is we will have many more episodes on this topic because it's so dynamic, it's so vast, it's so complex and multifaceted, and we could talk about this topic really 
every single episode, waking up to wisdom, trust and surrender could be the tagline because the truth is like that's the journey. The journey of our lives is to release as much control as we possibly can, control over our emotions, our sensations, our pain, our struggles, our dreams, our goals, the joys and the pleasures to allow ourselves to release our grasp and control over these things is our ticket to true fulfillment, happiness, joy, expansion, expansion, freedom, all these things that we so desire to live in our life. Also, I just have to tell you that if this is an area of your life that you seem to struggle with a lot, releasing control and releasing your stronghold on whatever it is you are trying to get or grasp or make happen in your life, dreams that you want to realize, goals that you have, feelings that you want to feel, relationships that you want to keep growing in, whatever it may be, if you struggle in this area of trust and surrender, you are not alone. Why do you think I talk about it so much? (laughs) Because I teach and talk about the things that I most need to hear myself as well. The reminders and reflections that I know serve me as well. You know, we're all on this journey together. We are all learning together. We all don't have a freaking clue. (laughs) We just don't have a clue what is going on, what's going to come next. We don't know what's around the corner or how long a certain season of our life is going to last. We just don't have any idea. But as long as we stay married and committed to our desire of wanting our joy and happiness and our peace and freedom to be the main focus of our lives, then that's when our whole life transforms. That's when our whole life becomes wide open for opportunity and growth. So the people like you that are inquisitive and have a desire to know more about yourself and to be better and to be more fulfilled, you are doing this work. You are in the most beautiful frame of mind and state of being just by showing up, just by being a part of these episodes and listening to this wisdom and taking it into consideration in your life. You are interacting with this higher part of you, with this higher version of yourself. And it is not always easy, my friend, when we talk about things that are existential, like trust and surrender, things that can't be measured in physical life. It is not always the simplest of tasks to do. And often when we talk about these things, it inspires us. It inspires us to be more, to maybe do more. That's totally fine, totally not the have to or the standard by any means. But as long as this example, this wisdom, this these words and lessons, as long as you continue to show up, become inquisitive and curious about your life in this way, you will change over time you will experience a greater expanded vision of awareness beyond what you can even imagine right now. So I just really want to acknowledge you in this moment right now for being here, for showing up, for continuing to lean into trust, surrender, losing control, allowing yourself to flow with the nature of life versus make it happen. 
I really do admire you because I feel like this work is tough. And if it was so easy and had a clear direction, everyone would do it, no problem. But this is the real work. And so thanks for being here and waking up to wisdom. As a reminder, I am your host, Haley Yatros. We have new people that are joining this podcast every day, every week. So welcome. Thank you so much. Today, I want to share a story with you that so encapsulates this idea of trust and surrender, and so much so that I actually didn't even realize what had happened. I didn't realize what I was doing until after the fact. And this is something I want to bring up to you because I think it's incredibly important. You know, I sometimes have my clients ask me, Haley, how do I surrender more? Or I tried to surrender. I was sitting in meditation and I was trying to trust and I was trying to let go. And I had an intention to surrender and to release my intention out into the universe. You know, they had this focus, this clear focus of surrender. And while I so acknowledge that and I really respect people for for doing that and focusing on that, sometimes that isn't the way to go. Sometimes that actually moves us farther away from our desired outcome or how we want to feel because we are so focused on surrender. So sometimes we can be controlling about things that we're trying not to control. (laughs) Which is just the fun experience of being human, right? Like, we're not perfect. We're all messy. We're all learning. We all want these things and somehow sometimes just don't know how to go after them, how to get them. And oddly enough, my example serves as a perfect example of how sometimes when you're not sure of what you're actually doing, that's when the outcome comes which is very strange. Sometimes when you feel like you're doing a bad job or you feel like you're off path or you feel like you're not really in alignment, sometimes it's when you are the most aligned, when you are the most on your path. You just don't realize it yet until you've walked through the season, until you've walked through the circumstance, until you've walked through the particular situation of life. I hope this makes sense, but this is exactly what had happened to me. I didn't know that I was trusting and surrendering until serendipitously something happened in my life and it was a big moment for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. This is what I did. I looked back instead of saying, this is what I'm going to do. I looked back and said, this is what I did. So I didn't even realize it. And I just, again, am emphasizing this part of the story right now because it's so important for us to realize that if you're walking right now through something and you just feel like you're not doing it right or you haven't got a clue, just wait, just wait. (laughs) Hold on, my friend, because You might be walking through something right now and just in a matter of time, will you be able to turn around and say, ah, that is why it had to happen that way. That is what I did. And I didn't even know I was doing it. Okay, so story time. All right, so I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but my husband and I recently moved to the country, okay? I've been a city girl my whole life. 
my whole life. And when I say city girl, I just mean like I'm close to a Kroger and Kohl's and Target isn't that far by. And there's maybe like three or four Starbucks in a five mile radius of my house, you know, that type of city girl. It's like a suburb of a city, but still very much involved in human interaction on a day-to-day basis. Well, through a series of unfortunate events, uh, my husband and I ended up moving to where he was born and raised, which is the country, which is like northern Michigan. It's super beautiful out here, but it's also country. You know, there's a lot more space. There's a lot more fields. There's a lot more, I should say, a lot less stores around options to go. And in a way, it was really peaceful moving up here because I was actually underwhelmed with the amount of options that I had so much that it actually created more peace inside of me because I didn't have all of these choices to choose from. It wasn't like, should I go to Target or Kohl's or Kroger or Costco? It was like, nope, this is your only option, Haley. This is it. So in a way, it saved me a lot of mental space. And I really appreciated that aspect. But it was a bit of a culture shock for me. And, you know, it has taken me some time to adjust. But with the loving new relationships and friendships that I've made up here and through being very trying to be very kind and gentle and patient with myself through this process, it has become easier as the days go on. So my husband and I recently bought a house. We, what we thought was going to be a temporary situation ended up being a little bit more permanent. And although we never know where life is going to bring us, right now it's here. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about new opportunities and what is to come. Well, I don't know if any of you have bought a house or have recently moved And if you have, then maybe you can relate to what I'm about to say. It takes a second to transition. It takes a a minute to like fully settle in. A girlfriend of mine up here said it took her like four years for her to really feel like it was her house. And so I thought, oh, okay, thank God, like I'm not alone. I feel better about that. But it takes a second for you to really look around and think, this is mine. This is mine and make it your own. One thing that I thought would help me was buying new furniture. So before we moved up here, we kind of sold and threw away and got rid of about 80% of what we owned. Like, I'm not kidding you. We had like one small U-Haul when we moved up here. And so we knew that we were going to have to buy furniture when we were eventually settled in our new home. But because of COVID and everything else going on right now in our supply chain, wood is really expensive and stores, our favorite furniture stores have gone out of business. So it found ourselves in a very sticky situation. A lot of the things we were finding online, we just thought were kind of cheapy and we were very particular and conscious of what we wanted. And so particularly, I'm talking about our kitchen table right now. So our kitchen table is something that was really important for us to be conscientious about. You know, this was the table that we were going to have our conversations around, our dinners around, where we were going to host family and friends and laughs. And, you know, if we have children down the line, that's where the table we were, where we would feed our babies, you know. So 
it meant a lot for us. This table symbolized more than just something we would eat off of. It was something that would be a central focus for us to gather and commune and share memories. So we were being particular about it. That probably prolonged our journey into finding the most perfect kitchen table for our house. But nevertheless, we didn't want to settle. We just wanted what we wanted. And we were at peace with waiting. So here's what happened. I'm on a hunt for a kitchen table, okay? And when I say hunt, it's kind of like a lackadaisical look. So I'm searching online every now and again when Dan and I were in a major city, we would go to a furniture store here and there and look around and it was nothing ever serious. We had found one, but I really felt pressured and the lady was like, it's not going to be here next week, so you have to decide right now and I just do not like making decisions when I don't have time to think. I don't like the pressure. So I thought, this is not our table. I just knew it wasn't because I knew that the perfect solution would not make me feel this way. I was so clear on how it would feel in my mind and in my body when we found the kitchen table. So about after four months of searching, my husband eventually just washed his hands of it and said, you're the table queen. You're going to be the one that finds the table. So he kind of gave up searching and it was on my shoulders. So I thought, yeah, I am the queen. I will find us this perfect table. Thank you very much. And so more months passed and nothing. And I wasn't really attached to it. Like I said, I knew what I wanted. I was super specific and particular but also open. I was open to the color, to the shape even. I was open to wherever and whenever I would find it. So I was particular, but I was also very open and willing for whatever the universe wanted to send my way. I will admit at times I absolutely got impatient because I was looking at you know, our janky ass thing that we had in between, which was just like a patio table you know, that we had covered up with a cloth that we ate on. I mean, we didn't even really eat on unless we had company, but it was kind of getting annoying walking downstairs every morning and seeing this this thing in my house that didn't feel like mine. And just looking at this empty space every day, I was just like, okay, I was ready. So there were a ton of times when I felt impatient and really wanted to make it happen by just giving in and buying something online or just giving in and going and buying something cheapy. You know, I had so many moments when I wanted to just give in and lower standards and get it, but there was something in me that just was always like, no, wait it out. Just be patient over time. Just be patient. Like, don't settle. You want this table. It's going to be something that you will cherish. Be easy. Be easy. Be easy. And that was like my mantra. Let this be easy. Let this flow when it wants. Let this come when it wants. Just let yourself surrender and be easy to this process. So fast forward another few months, right? So this is about eight months now that we've been searching for a kitchen table. Maybe shorter. I I can't really remember. But it feels like a while, okay? So the other day, this was like last week, I woke up. I did my routine, I worked out, I meditated, and just was starting my day. It was a Monday. 
And particularly on Mondays, I have like this strong need to stick to my schedule, like whatever's laid out the night before or whatever's on my schedule. I'm like, I got to do it this way. This is what I'm going to do today. You know, just super attached to it. Well, I had a plan to write this morning because I am working on a new book right now and I'm so involved in the writing process right now. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write for this amount of time. And my girlfriend up here texted me out of the blue and was like, hey, I'm going to go antiquing. I'm going to do some shopping. Like, would you want to come? And I sat there for a second and I thought to myself, hmm, just for one second, for one second, I just thought, yes. (laughs) Like, it was like a feeling inside of me that where my body and my mind and my heart was just kind of leaning a little bit more towards do this. Yes, that sounds good. Yes, I would love to do that. Of course, there was this huge part of me inside also that was like stick to the plan, stick to the plan, stick to the plan. Being a Virgo at heart and also a bit of a control freak and perfectionist, I, you know, sometimes can be very attached to my schedule. So that voice was there, but it wasn't surmounting. It wasn't too much. It was just a very subtle yes for me. And I waited for about a minute and then I texted her back and I was like, yeah, absolutely. So about a half hour later, we were on our way and we were having a great time. I love her. She's so much fun. She's great company. And we're just putzing along. Well, my therapist had recommended this one store to me a couple weeks back And I remembered it in the car, just naturally. I was like, oh, we should go here. I heard it was a really cool store. She was like, oh, yeah, I've been there. It's really awesome, blah, blah, blah. So we make our way to this store. And this store is like a very cute, like, consignment, vintage, but modern store. It was so cute. And lo and behold, they sell some furniture. Not much. It's like a place where, you know, there's maybe like one or two or three tables out, but then the rest is other things. It was not by any means a furniture store. So I'm walking around and I'm looking and I'm enjoying and all of a sudden I meander towards my table (laughs) and I just knew it was my table. I knew it. The look, the feel, the sense, I just loved it. I loved the way it made me feel. I just knew it. Literally in a matter of moments, I was up there paying for the thing. She was like, well, we can put your table on a 24-hour hold if you want. And I was like, nope, this is my table. I want it. (laughs) And within five minutes, I had made the decision. I sent like one picture to my husband, but he was like, oh yeah, I love it. It's great, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got my table. I got my table and I was so happy. I was so fulfilled. It was everything I thought in my mind. Everything lined up perfectly for this moment. I even got to talk to the woman who painted this table on the phone. We rearranged delivery. Her and her husband came to deliver it two days later. It was a sweet experience. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was great. And now it is sitting in my empty dining room space beautifully shining there, right there. Every morning I calm down, I see it, I smile, and I'm reminded of the magnificence of the universe. I'm reminded of all the subtle ways that this world works in favor for our desire. And even though 
it took well longer than I had hoped. And not in a million years did I think that it would take this long to find something as simple as a kitchen table, which actually turned out to be way more meaningful than I actually thought. But I just find myself now marveling, marveling at the design and how the universe carries us towards that which we want. And then I was looking back and I was really reflecting on the trust and the surrender and the process that I had to go through before actually realizing the thing that I wanted. And a huge, huge part of this process was trusting and not rushing, not rushing. There were so many times when I had to lay down my idea of timing, where I had to let go of when I wanted this table. And it wasn't even conscious sometimes. Sometimes it was just a flippant, oh, well, it'll come when it comes. It is what it is. It's okay. I'm okay. I just want this to be easy. You know, for so long in my life, I have been somebody that just made her life happen, where I had a plan, I wrote it down, and I worked and worked and worked and worked until it was done. And so this is a very different approach to life. It's very foreign to me, but it's turning out to be something that is transforming me from the inside out because now I am more focused on how I want to feel in the process of realizing the thing that I want rather than making it happen on my own time and in my own way. By focusing on my inner state of being every day in relation to the thing that I'm after, that is what eventually led me to getting what I wanted. Because every day I had to check in with myself. Okay, where is my patience level at? Where's my attachment level at? I'm sorry, you know what? It wasn't every day, but it was frequent. Whenever I would think about my kitchen table or think about not having the thing that I want or looking at the empty space or the ratchet table that I had sitting in my house, those were all like reminders that I didn't have it, you know? And and you get those too. You have reminders all the time that show up in your life that says to you, you don't have it yet. And those are the moments when you want to check in with yourself. Where's my patience level? Where's my trust level? Where's my surrender and attachment level? And once we become aware of our stronghold of these things, then that's when we can surrender and trust and let go. It's always in the moment. It's always in the moment. And you don't have to force or make happen. You don't have to meditate to surrender or trust or meditate to trust. All you need to do is pay attention to your inner states in the moment that you feel the lack of your desire. And sometimes it's pretty obvious how we're feeling, right? Disappointed, dissatisfied, discontented sad, depressed, maybe a bit of jealousy because we might see other people having the things that we want. I understand. I've been there, you know, and I'll probably be there many, many, many more times in my life when it comes to other things that I want. But I look back on this perfect, easy, tiny example of just buying a kitchen table 
And it ended up being a really, really great and profound lesson in my life that when we trust and we allow God to work in the way that he wants to, and we let the universe reveal the next right steps, reveal what we need to do in this moment, not not five days later or five weeks later, but now, if we can trust and surrender and loosen our grip, that is when the things come. And not even that. We should do it just for the sake of wanting to feel better because how bad does it feel when we're clinging or controlling it feels crappy and it feels exhausting so in a way we want to fuel our desire to be in harmony with how we feel inside more than we fuel the desire of getting the thing that we want if that makes sense so simply put when your desire to feel balanced, mind, body, and spirit, to feel an inner sense of peace outweighs the grasping and controlling of the desire that you want, that is when things will start to show up. And not only that, you know, peace isn't the only thing that we want to be after. We want to be able to surrender to the emotions along the journey, to the sensations along the journey. If we're angry, we need to be angry. We need to allow ourselves to express that anger in a healthy way. If we're mad, if we're sad, then we need to be sad. If we're impatient, then we need to ride that wave for however long it lasts. If we feel anxious, if we feel jealous, if we feel desperate or hopeless, all those emotions in between... As we surrender and sink into those, as we trust the flow of everything and anything that wants to show up, it paves the way for our path. It gives us the direction and then it allows the universe to bring what we want in the moment that best suits us. I have no idea why it took us eight months. I have no idea why it stalled this long, why the universe waited this long to give me the kitchen table, maybe just for the sake of this podcast episode, right? I mean, I really don't know. That could be it. We often might not know why the universe takes the time that it takes, but that is not going to bring us peace. Knowing why and asking why won't always bring us peace. So I have no idea why it took this long. But I know that I have come through it differently. I've learned a lesson through the waiting. And I think that when we have this perspective, when we hold the vision of trusting, surrendering, and allowing our path to unfold, however it wants to unfold, however confused we are about how it's unfolding, however misunderstood we might feel, or however surprised we might feel along the way. You know, just being with and allowing what is going to be there and how the journey wants to unfold is our gateway 
to getting whatever we want. But it's not just our gateway to get whatever we want. It's our gateway to feel happy and joyful and peaceful along the way to get to where we want. Now, I know I mentioned a lot of this on the podcast of allowing to be with wherever whatever we're experiencing. What do I mean by that? Let me just clarify just a little bit on that. What I mean by that is instead of jumping to the next action, instead of doing something, eating, drinking, an activity that will distract you from what you are feeling inside, instead of opting out in any way, you sit with it, you be with it, you allow yourself to move through the discomfort of it. Instead of masking the feeling, the emotion, the pain, the turmoil, that's what I mean by allowing it. That we don't quick search for the easy button, but that we just show up and be with whatever wants to appear that day, that moment, that week. And soon enough, because we are energy and energy is always ebbing and flowing and life is always changing before our very eyes, Because that is true and because that is absolute law, you will not be in that place of discomfort or uncertainty forever. You will eventually move through it. You will move past it. And you've got to trust in that process as well. You don't have to do anything. Just like you don't have to tell your heart to beat or your lungs to breathe or your kidneys to filter your blood. Like You don't have to tell them to do anything. It's such a natural and organic process, so involuntary, and that's what makes us such miracles. That's what makes life such a miraculous experience because we don't have to do anything. And somewhere along the way of our lives, we were programmed that we do have to do something, that we do have to control, that we do have to plan, that we do have to strive, that we do have to take action, that we do have to concoct this version of our lives in order for it to turn out the way that we want not true. I really want to change that narrative and I hope that we're doing that through these episodes on waking up to wisdom because that's the intention. The intention is to be with this crazy thing called life and to hopefully not only survive it but to fully enjoy it, to enjoy the freedom of being alive and feel the relief that it feels for the weight to be off your shoulders, for the pressure of you not always needing to know what's next, to be lifted off of you. Allow that peace to be yours because it absolutely is and can be. Another thing I really want to make mention is in the moment when I was asking myself if I wanted to go shopping that day, the day that I found my kitchen table, It was so subtle. And I really want to share with you today that intuition, that these gut feelings sometimes are not strong. You know, sometimes we talk about intuition being a strong gut feeling, like it was unignorable, like I just knew it. Often these feelings are not lightning ball moments like that. They're very often subtle and quiet almost just like a whisper, like a hint of a little bit more yes than no. And so I really want to encourage you in this aspect that when you're tuning in to figure out which way to go or what your next right step for you is, be still, silent, 
and just see. If it's not clear for you, just see which way you're leaning a little bit more towards. Because there's always a little bit more towards something. You're always feeling a little bit more. So intuition is very subtle. And that is why being still is so important. You know, often it's not easy, of course, but when we pause and when we take those breaks in our decision-making processes, that is when the answer comes in the form of subtleties. And a question that I want to leave you with as well to implant somewhere in your brain, your psyche, tattoo it if you want, is what am I needing right now? What am I needing right now in this moment? And this could literally be as simple as, well, I need to pee right now, or I'm thirsty right now, or I'm hungry right now. Practice asking yourself this question. What am I needing right now? And as you tune in, you are developing that intuition. You're developing that small, still voice that will lead you to the thing that you want through your steps and actions and the things that you do. You are literally cultivating and training that still, small voice when you ask yourself on a regular basis, what am I needing right now? You might have the fear of missing out on a party or a gathering or a barbecue, but you know in your spirit you really need to rest or you really want to go and work on a creative project instead of going out with a friend. You might know that instead of being in the house today, you need to get outside. You need some fresh air, right? So start with the small things. Start with the little things. What am I needing right now is the epitome of self-care. It's at the heart of self-care. By tuning in, by listening, and then by doing the thing that you need right now is only strengthening. It's strengthening the part of you that will lead you to your most divine destiny, that will lead you towards the life of freedom, that will lead you down the path of least resistance. That voice deserves to be cultivated in you. You deserve to ask yourself, what are you needing right now? And then to honor it without any explanation or validation. You don't need any of that, my friend. All you need to do is tune in, turn it on, ask that question, and fuel yourself with so much love. So trust and surrender are big things. They're big things. In some ways, it's everything. Our whole lives will be in pursuit of trust and surrender. It is a lifetime journey, my friend. It's something that we're not going to get all in one day or even one lesson. You know, it's something that we cultivate and practice through time, trusting and surrendering the process and being active in that, still taking action, still tuning in to what am I needing right now and then taking action. That's your job. And however else it wants to come, however else the system looks, however else your circumstances turn out to be, however the process looks like, that's up to the universe. But I know that the universe has good in mind for you and is leading you closer and closer every single day to the realized needs and desires that you're after. And our job 
is to trust and surrender to tune in and become active, active in our mind, active in our body, active in our spirits with surrender. It's about finding that fine line of what is controlling and grasping and what is taking inspired action and releasing and trusting and letting go, right? So only you will be able to determine that balance for you. But as you tune in, as you uncover, as you practice, this does get easier. It does. Boy, oh boy, thank you so much for allowing me to share that story with you and for working through it. (laughs) There were definitely times when I was like, um, okay, where am I at in the story? (laughs) So thank you for being along this ride with me, for tuning into Waking Up to Wisdom. Thank you so much. I just wanted to also share with you once again that my new program, Spiritually Strong, is still open for enrollment. And I really hope to see you inside if you're at all craving to create and really practice a spiritual life. If you want to build your spiritual life, this definitely is the course for you. If you haven't already subscribed to Waking Up to Wisdom, please do. And if you're loving these episodes, I would really appreciate you leaving a five-star review and possibly sharing it with someone that you love. These reviews really help the growth of this message and this podcast. So thank you so much for those who have already reviewed as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My heart is so full with gratitude for you guys. I'm really, really, really happy. We're all in this together. Stay inspired and I will catch you next time on Waking Up to Wisdom.